on today's episode of Gathering the Kings. There are always those days when you want to really fire somebody. You know, it gets really bad. There are times when it really gets bad. And when your business that are starting up and you initially have financial troubles and you have people troubles and there is a lot of other things going on. Your family is not really happy with how things are happening. And those days, like I said, you know, it's almost every day. But then because of the passion that you have and you instill the same passion in your people and get everybody to work together, things turn around at the end of the day. So you worry about it a lot, but at the later stage, you realize all that worry goes to nothing, you know, because things clear out. And right. when you really work for something, it always works out something good. You are listening to Gathering the Kings with Chaz Wolf, featuring fellow seven, eight, and even nine figure business owners who have real battle scars from business and life, but have prevailed as the king that they are designed to be. We welcome high-performing entrepreneurs to the stage in order to reveal the real of the real on what it takes to build a successful business today. We dissect the good and bad decisions they've made along the way that give a true and accurate picture of the journey of success and how you too can get there. Through this dialogue, you will learn the value of growing your network and surrounding yourself with power players and kings like today's guest. Grab your pen and notebook because we're about to dive in. What's up, everybody? I'm Chaz Wolf, Gathering the Kings podcast. Today, I've got Jeevan Varghese here on the King stage, my brother from across the world. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Good to be on your show. You know, I've, I've seen some of your podcasts and it's been great, you know, what you do with people in various industries and how you've been interacting with them, the kind of knowledge that you've been spreading. So it's great to be on the show. Yeah, man, I, I really appreciate those kind words. The listeners like you even get to chime in and, and hear from different people across the country and across the world like they do yeah. here today. I love what you said when you when we jumped on here. You said that it's not just about the big names, because there's a lot of successful people. And, and yeah. sometimes talking to somebody who's in the trenches, as you've said, it's, it's sometimes easier to, uh, to learn from them. So hopefully you and I going back and forth talking about our trenches here today can help the listeners. Is that cool with you? Yeah, perfect. So it, it, it's, it's more about, you know, so we are looking at helping people who's starting up with their businesses and the small businesses. For them, this makes more sense than, you know, and listening to somebody who's a billion dollar business, you know, so yeah. let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Tell us what kind of business that you have, Jeevan. So we are in the technology business. I mean, so we created a platform called Joe Boy and we are transforming the unorganized industry. So when I say that, you know, how do customers find an expert around them? You're looking for an electrician or a plumber or a cleaning service, even an accountant. There are things a lot of things that you find it difficult. When you get on the internet, you search for an electrician, you get a lot of responses, search responses. Then you've yeah. got to call each one of them. So there are a lot of times when you think, you know, if you had an assistant who's going to take care of all the calling for you and you know, make sure that you get somebody at the right time. So even if you call somebody and, you know, tell them that you need an L repair done, so this guy is going to say, I'm going to come tomorrow. And, you know, tomorrow you're waiting for him. You've kept everything away, you know, yeah. all your work away and you're waiting for him. And then you call him and he says, oh, yeah, I'm you know, just finishing another work. So it's going to take me some more time or can we make it tomorrow? You know, so it, it just keeps right. going. It's a circle that, you know, keeps happening. So yeah. you spend a lot of time. You, you spend time, you 
called up people, you've, you've searched on the net, and then you've, you've spent your money as well. And then finally, this guy comes up and, you know, what happens is he comes, does his work, but do you feel that you've done all the job, right? And you're actually yeah. paying him for what you've done, the pain that you've gone through. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you, I mean, you don't negotiate. There are, there's nothing to do. You just give him whatever he says because you've gone through so much of pain in getting this guy. So that's exactly yeah. what we are taking away with technology. Even when we say it's technology, it's a process that we are changing. It's just not a technology company. It's a process. And when we talk, and when we talk about experts, we expanded it quite a little more than that. You know, so on Jaboy, you can find home repairs. You can get mobility services. You can even book a taxi and a, get a driver when you want them. You can get delivery done. You can even book tickets to events around you. You can book deals on the platform. And we also help with community management. You know, So there are a lot of things that are on the platform. It's just a technology that we are building that it enables you to get everything. So it's more like having a personal assistant. There are a lot of personal assistants, but they don't do these kind of jobs for you. So it's like someone... Yeah taking care of everything. So a customer sends a request and everything else is done by a customer service team. You yeah. don't really like, you know, so that's the kind of work that we do for customers. And it yeah. works, it, it works really well and they're happy, you know, so that's exact, that's what we are looking for. And yeah, so your, your customer having. is the, the consumer who needs okay. things done, but doesn't really want to spend the time on the, <clears throat> excuse me, the nitty gritty. And they can hire your company to do the nitty-gritty form. That's right. And we connect. So on the other side, we connect people who need who are looking for jobs at a lower cost, you know, because for an electrician or a plumber, because there is so much competition and you've got to be tech savvy. You've got to advertise yourself on these platforms for you to get these jobs. Yeah. So we're helping them get these jobs without going through all that trouble. And we don't actually charge them anything in advance. You know, you do a work, you pay us something. You know, it's it's that kind of a, I mean, that's how we've done a, that's the business model that we're running. So people are really happy, like in in the cities that we are already live in, there are electricians that are, that are making probably three times what they were normally doing. You know, so on, I mean, we've got customers on both sides, you know, both are customers, you know, so we've got the consumers plus these experts both are customers. Yeah, love that. Okay, so what I want to know is at this stage in the game, what's your why? What's the bigger picture? You've obviously had a certain level of success. You wouldn't be here today if you hadn't, but you're still pushing. You're still you're still going after it. It's 1230 oh, yeah. your time and you're like, oh, this is normal time for me. What, what what's, what's the bigger play for you? Why are you doing this? I, I think, I mean, it is a sense of achievement. Every small thing that you do, every small achievement, every small ad advancement in whatever you're doing gives you that rush of energy, you know, so it, yeah. it makes you feel proud. And you, you may have done this all your life. You have 20 years of experience, you have 40 years of experience, but every time you achieve that small thing, you feel good about it. And I think that's the first thing. That's the, the passion to do something different and the feeling that you get when you achieve it, that's what drives me. You know, okay, there is obviously the money and everything else, but I, I, I think a lot of people do things because they love it. So there is a passion. You, you know, People love racing. People love football. There is a passion in everything. So this is also something of that sort. Yeah. It, yeah, obviously, it makes money also. 
Yeah. What happens on the days, you know, when, when you, when you don't love it, when you're, you're not passionate about it, you know, cause we have, we all have those days too. What, but what keeps you doing it? Yeah. A lot of them. Exactly. Thanks for the being honest on that. On those days when, when you don't have the passion and the love and the feel goods, okay. what do you, what do you, what do you rest on? What do you put your hat on that, that keeps you going? There are always those days when you want to really fire somebody, you know, you want to, you know, it, it, it gets really bad. There are times when it really gets bad. And when your business that are starting up and you initially have financial troubles and you have people troubles and there is a lot of other things going on, your family is not really happy with how things are happening because, you know, they're all new to this, you know, so... It, it, it gets very difficult. And those days, like I said, you know, it's almost every day. But then the, because of the passion that you have and you instill the same passion in your people and get everybody to work together, things turn around at the end of the day. So you worry about it a lot. But, at the, you know, at a later stage, you realize all that worry goes for nothing, you know, because things clear out. And right. when you really work for something, it always works out for something good. So that's that's how it's been. I mean, even today, right now, if something goes wrong, I'm, going to, I'm still going to have the same stress that I every day have. But in a few hours, I'll be gone and I'll be ha- back to the happy phase. Yeah, exactly. Knowing that it's only temporary, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's all part of the journey. Let's go a little practical here. I want to know, like, how did you get started in business? What's your background a little bit? Why technology? Why this space of helping people get stuff done, like give us your backdrop a little bit. So I basically, my career, you know, I, I'm a finance guy. So I, I started as an accountant and then I slowly, you know, as I got older in my profession, I start, got into the outsourcing world. You know, so, you know, we were making things better. So, and my specialty was finance transformation and business transformation. So you take, you look at processes of companies and you look at how you can make them better. Right. And then I was moving around places, you know, I was moving from city to city and everywhere you go, you have these problems. You know, you need an electrician, right. you need a plumber, you need a cleaner. And when you move around, it's very difficult because, you know, you need to ask around, you need to ask your neighbor, your house owner or people, you know, so you finally find somebody and then you go through that whole trouble that I talked about in the beginning, you know, and yeah. So it, it's been in our mind, you know, wherever, wherever I moved, I had this problem. Even when you're staying in one place, you have these problems. How do you get rid of that? So it's been there for a long time, but I had no background of technology. And then I started seeing mobile applications giving you, you know, let's say things like Uber and you know, other companies. And then you realize, okay, this could solve my problem. I mean, probably it's already there. Then you start doing the research and everything. Probably somebody is already doing this. But then with my background of process transformation, changing things, outsourcing, I thought I, you know, I, I had a better chance of doing it. Because, you know, so now I've got the technology, I know, I know what to need uh, to be, what needs to be done on the technology side. But then I also have the process experience. So I put right. both together, got, got a group of people together, my co-founder, the technology team, we all got together and then we started working on it. So I don't think I was a born entrepreneur, but you know, it happened over a period of time and a lot of thought has gone into getting this time. So I worked for 20 years in corporate and then slowly made a transition into this. It's not been an overnight thing. It happened over a period of time. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that, you know, obviously your history, we all have a history, right? But your history specifically has given you different touch points, you know, to be able to use where you are today, but specifically a different perspective, not not being an owner then, right? And being kind of put Mm -hmm. in boxes and such. And so, yeah, I think that all of our stories or our histories make us who we are today. And we utilize those things that we've gathered along the way to to do the thing that we're doing now in the best way that we know how. And so, yeah, I think that you, you developed it and others, you know, as I say, came out of the womb, a boss, you know, (laughs) I I think both, both lead to successful entrepreneurship, you know? So it's more of a refining and dialing in what what you want. Mm -hmm. Let's go to your first couple of years in this, in this business. And I want you to tell me something practical, a good decision that you made that the listeners can take away from I mean, you're in a tech space, you're in a, you're working in the outsourcing world. You're, you're literally operating, operating in another country. What can you give us? It was a good decision that we can use. Uh, there were always been times when we thought we were not doing the right thing. I mean, we should not be doing this. It right. was really difficult, you know, but then we realized that there was, there were things about us that was working. You know, we had, like I said, you know, it was just not the technology. It was also the process. Customers were loving us. You know, they were, imagine having, um, you raise a request for a plumber at 10 o'clock at night and you have a plumber within 15 minutes at your doorstep. Right. So we've had the record, we've had the record of electricians and plumbers reaching customers' houses in less than eight minutes. You know, that's, that's, that's really, that's crazy. Yeah. So, when you give that kind of service, customers are going to love you. We started getting good feedback and that's what, you know, so, uh, I mean, our decision was staying, the good decision that we made was sticking to this because we realized that it was doing good and we decided to stay on it, struggle, you know, have all the financial problems, take all the risk, but, you know, we're going to get there. And that's exactly what got us here today. So I think it's about, you know, when you when you when you're doing the right thing, you're gonna have troubles, but you still have to push on, take the risk, and then keep working on it. It'll get you there. Yeah, I love that. What do you think that you know the listener today? They're they're a six figure business owner. They're just getting started, or maybe they've been doing it for several years, but they just can't quite get over the hump. How how do they? How what would you say to that person as far as implementing what you've just said? Uh, so for, first of all, everybody, I mean, there are a lot of people starting up businesses today and everybody do, uh, you know, wants to have a startup and, uh, and uh, a lot of people go into things that are already there, right? Uh, everybody, you know, you, you, a lot of people are mimicking somebody else because just because someone else is successful, let me do the same thing and let me go. I think um, when you start, you start, you don't look at somebody else, just leave the rest of the world. There's nothing existing. And you draw, you start drawing from scratch. And then once you've built a part of it, and then you start comparing with others, and that's when you realize that, you know, so, okay, you've done something different. If it's going to be the same thing, don't do it. Right? Yeah. Because, they, I mean, if, it is, if you're doing exactly the same thing that somebody else has been through, don't do it. Start from scratch, drop everything new, and then yeah. you think that you've got a chance then do it. And if you yeah. continue doing it, stick to it, push on it. 
and yeah. just keep working on it and it'll get you there copying somebody blindly is not happening it's not going to get you the same success yeah you're right the the most recent experience i have with this i mean really what you're breaking down is the the, the experience that the client is going through so even though you provide maybe something similar to an assistant or to a you know fill in the blank of what your competitors are the way that you're doing it, the way in the speed or the preciseness or the ease, the, the release of time, like all of those things in the experience that you just mentioned are what not only get me to potentially try you, but then also keep me coming back over and over and over again. And so even though someone might do something like the service or product, that's the same as someone else, what you're saying is it's, it's the way that you do it. That's different. It's the experience that you're providing that's different. And, and I'll, I'll even give a personal example on this. Before I built <clears throat> Gathering the Kings Mastermind Group, this was before the podcast. We, we had been doing strategy coaching and, and even sales training and stuff as a team for a while. And I had several friends and clients that I was working with. And, and I just I, I saw this vision of having multiple business owners come together, not just get value from me and my team, but from each other. And, and I know I'm not the only person to think of, you know, bringing entrepreneurs together in a, you know, mastermind format. I know I'm, I know that, but before researching anything or anybody, I went to the whiteboard, a blank whiteboard, as you said, from scratch. And I drew out what I thought was valuable to me as an entrepreneur, okay. as someone who's doing it, as someone in multiple industries doing it. And I thought, what format? What cadence, what timeline, how much over Zoom, how much in person, what, what feeling do, am I looking for? What, how, like, am I looking for accountability? Am I looking for friendship and camaraderie? Am I looking for event? Like, what, what am I, because I'm my target market, what am I looking for? And I literally built out. Now, I found, you know, obviously, just like you have competitors that are maybe similar or this, that, or the other, but I'll tell you what. When they, when people come through gathering the Kings of the mastermind or even the podcast to your point earlier today, you know, you've been through a process. I had a, I had a gal earlier here on the show this morning. She has a hundred million dollar business. She has a podcast oh. and she told right. me, Hey, I'm taking notes. I'm watching what mm -hmm. you're doing. <laughs> right. So but you get that from what you just gave the listener. And so that's my encouragement to the yeah. listener is it's okay to, you, I'm not trying to recreate the whole wheel. I'm not trying to figure out how to do a mastermind like no one's ever done it or come up with something brand new. I'm, I'm, it's a mastermind. I'm not trying to do a podcast differently. I'm doing a podcast. But when you go to the whiteboard, when you're creating something from scratch, what you're saying is that I can create an experience or I can provide a service or a product that might look like this over here, but it's not. Would you like to add it's anything not. to that before we move on? Yeah, I'm a customer. You know, so when I draw something, I have to look at what I'm looking for. And startup, right. start, startup entrepreneurs, now you, you, like if you are into business, if you're going to do business and you want to be successful, you cannot go for the mediocre. Right. You've got to be the best. You've, you have to try for the best. And you cannot say that, you know, okay, I've, I've achieved this much and I'm just going to sit back and relax and, you know, things will work out. It's, it's not going to happen because somebody else is going to come and take right. everything else away from you. So you've got to keep working on making it better. So like I said, this comes from my experience and I'm still a customer to Jaboy. 
you know that's a platform that we i'm still a customer because i i still need an electrician i still need a plumber i need the carpenters yep. and all that and i raise a request from my phone or the web and people call me they know who i am you know they probably recognize my number or my name and they're yeah. going to call me yeah you said you wanted this and i like you know that that cannot happen they have to talk to me like they talk to every customer i need that right. feeling of what every other customer goes through and that's when i can change the process and say okay you guys are doing this wrong this has to change right. this is the way it is supposed and you've got to treat yourself so your customer is looking for the best you can't give them anything and say you know okay this is all it because somebody else is going to come and give them the best that they're looking for and they'll move away that's right and you've got to keep reinventing you know you've got to keep working on whatever you've created if it's a product or a service whatever it is you still have to keep working on it you cannot leave it midway right. and then you know you're not going to do it right every time but you're going to get it right yeah. a lot of times and you'll probably get to you know 99% of what the best is you know that right. that's what every person should look for not just sit there and say okay I've, i've done this and i'm done so my business is going to run out no it's not going to happen yeah i love what you just said is that your customers looking for the best and it doesn't mean that necessarily every customer is looking for the ritz carlton mm. whatever whatever their best is right they're looking for the best and uh, and so depending upon what type of maybe you're in the Ritz Carlton business or maybe you're in the Motel 6 business it doesn't really matter that exactly. customer is looking for the best and so why not provide that because if you don't like you just said you're going to lose them anyway so really it's just more of a a waste of time for both parties if you don't so mm. i love the standard of excellence that you clearly carry and and even share with your team i'm sure i want to flip the coin to a good or sorry a bad decision what mistake have you made that was just disruptive and that we can learn from a lot of them <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> you know yeah a lot of mistakes and uh, you i mean it's okay to make mistakes the only thing is yeah. you cannot keep repeating it you can do it once you can do it twice the third time you've got to say you know i've done this before and i've got to stop so some of the mistakes i mean some of the those that clearly stand out are one is hiring bad people i mean yeah it's it's not hiring is not an easy process you know people come prepared they know how to fool you they know how to talk to you and you get impressed you know or you i mean i mostly look for good attitude and i want people commitment from people you know and it's very easy to show that when they come for an interview and i've taken bad people now some of the problems is one you know getting your work you're not getting your work done well second thing is you know it creates a bad environment as well because you know it's a bad apple you know and it falls right. every other apple and, you know, so that that's something that mistakes that we've had to fire people we have to, we have had to get rid of people and that has cost us a lot of a lot you know in in terms of not just in terms of money you know but then again you start the whole process again you have to find somebody else second thing is you know when you are new in the business a lot of offers come your way people want to partner with you people you know the partnerships and funding and investment opportunities and what not and because you're new you fall for it very easily and then you run yeah. into it and then you spend a lot of time and then you realize that it was not the right thing so you yep. uh, you've already wasted your time you like 
thinking about should I go into it or stay out and it takes you a lot of time and effort and you lose focus from your business. So that's something that, you know, new entrepreneurs normally get into because um, it's, it's an exciting thing, you know, when somebody wants to partner with you and, you know, do business with you. But then once you get into the details, you realize that it's not the right thing. So it kind of takes away your time, your focus, and then it starts all these things that, you know, all these mistakes, including the bad hiring and the, the opportunities that you run after, they probably set you, you know, delay your timelines, your deadlines move a little further. So that's what it is. But again, you know, you have to go through that learning. It's as simple as that, you know, because everything cannot be taught. Yep. I mean, I, I worked in the corporate for 20 years. I probably hired more than 5,000 people, but I still make mistakes today because it's not an easy thing. And it's, yeah. it's, it can happen, but then you slowly learn, you get out of it and move on. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, otherwise, <clears throat> otherwise you stay there. You're stuck. You have to move on. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So I want to transition to our speed round. I've got a couple of questions here in the speed round that are angled a little differently. The first one's around KPIs. I want to know in this tech business that's helping serving people all over the place, what's the number one KPI or the most important, the thing that you would track forever and ever if you could just pick? This one, percentage of returning customers. Okay, so ret- retention, lifetime value, how do you see it? Retain, I mean, j- just the percentage of number of people that are coming back to use our services again. I mean, this may not apply to every business because we are a tech company. We are, Everything is technology-based. We can track every customer that comes back to us. It's kind of easy for us, right? So as of now, we've got a 60% returning customer rate, which is like huge, you know, because in the service industry, even 30% to 35% is considered really good. We are running almost 60%. So, right. I mean, for me, for me, that why I say that's important for me is because that one metric shows us how happy customers are with us. Yeah. Or what we're doing. You know, so just looking at that, leave everything else, your balance sheet, your PL, everything else apart. If your customers are coming back to you and more than 50% of them are coming back to you, you you know that you're doing something good. So that's that's, right. that's that one thing that I looked at. But I'm just lucky, you know, because I'm in the tech, a technology-based business. Not everybody could be that. Yeah. Hundred percent. I love that. I think that the the KPI remains the same whether you've got the easy technology tracking tool or not. You know that uh, happy customers, yeah. happy customers, and happy <clears throat> happy customers at the price that makes sense. You know, like it just makes sense for them and for you. So I, I receive that. Jeevan, what book would you recommend, or maybe a, a resource of source that the listener can jump into? to learn about how to grow their business? That's kind of a difficult one for me because I don't read a lot. And okay. when, you, when you have, I mean, somebody, if you're talking about somebody who's be, already been in the business and been like someone like, from, you know, you've got so much of experience and knowledge that you can write a book yourself, right? Books are right. only guidelines. You're not going to just read a book and make a business out of it, right? right. It, it, it only serves you as certain points where you can look up to and read through that, but it's not going to make help you run the business. So, but, I mean, having said that, when I have to recommend to somebody, you know, I would recommend books on negotiation, making the right, having the right people, making yeah. the right connections, you know, 
those are books that I I would find valuable because there are always certain things that you would pick up. It's relevant to your business and it it will help you. I mean, the power of negotiation, for instance. You know, those kind of books actually help you when you want to work with other people and influence other people. You beat your yeah. employees, your customers, your vendors, anybody. So that's what I would recommend. I love it. What are your thoughts on networking and or masterminding with other entrepreneurs? Excellent idea. I mean, look at it this way. There is no limit on the amount of knowledge that a human mind can take. We can just keep picking up things and probably we we may not be able to retrieve all of it at the time that we want to, but the point is we can keep learning. Everybody can keep learning. So every time you meet somebody, someone who's got a different experience, you're learning something. Like, you know, when I talk to you, I'm picking up something from your side. You probably will pick up something from me. And, that, that, yeah. you know, that that's that keeps happening. So every time you meet a new person, whether they are, you know, you can learn things from kids. You can learn things from adults. You can learn things from a millionaire. You can learn things from somebody who's on the road. You know, so there is always something new coming up. Networking definitely, definitely is a priority on the list of things for anybody who's in business because it just adds value. However, every time you talk to somebody, you learn something new and it will definitely help you somewhere or the other. Yeah, I love that perspective. You're so certain about it too. So what would you say to the listener right now who maybe isn't certain? It's not that they don't see meeting with other people being valuable, but maybe they're just busy or maybe, you know, why would I talk with another entrepreneur just to get the one nugget? You know, like maybe they just don't see the value for where they are today. What would you say to that person listening? It's it's also to do with uh, something. I mean, it's my own experience. You know, I'm not great at, uh, yeah, I make good friends, but I'm not great at meeting new people. And so I've been to these networking sessions where, you know, you get 50 seconds and then there's a bell and then you move on to the next person. So you're kind of sure. compelled to meet new people. And so I did yeah. that in the UK and, you know, I found that very interesting and we came here and replicated that here. So there are, always a group of people who will have to be compelled to do that. You know, so people are all different, you know, somebody, some, some people are very good at making relationships. Others are not so good, you know, even to right. meet somebody and talk to them. Etc. So it's one, they have to, some way or the other day, they, they'll have to find a place where they can meet new people because, you know, it's, it's also about that initial hiccup of meeting somebody and what do you talk to them? But just imagine that the other person, the person on the other side also has the same problem. Not everybody is great. You know, every, not everyone comes with that experience of you know doing that. I mean, not everyone is a salesperson. So just imagine that the other person sitting on the other side is also just like you and start talking to them. And it becomes a conversation. It becomes easier. Right. The more you do it, it, becomes, it just gets better. And I think that's the way to go because it's not, it's not an easy thing, but you've got to give it a try. Yeah. If you don't do it, you're missing something. I love that. Great perspective. I got one last question here for you, Jeevan. If you could whisper in the younger Jeevan's ear, what would you say? Just do it the way it was. I mean, I don't change anything because I, I, I love I love my life. I love the way I've been, even with all the struggles and what I've gone through. I just love the way my experiences and I'm just going to tell them don't change anything, just live it. If I had a chance, I'd do the same thing, same mistakes all over again, but it's been a great learning. 
Yeah. Did you find yourself as a younger man wishing for something different or wishing for the next thing? Like, why is that your advice to the younger G? I mean, there are a lot of things. Even today, I dream. I mean, I'm, I'm never short of dream, you know, so I could still look at a private plane and say, yo, my God, I, I don't have that. I'll probably have that someday. You know, that's the dream. So when I was a kid, I wanted to have a cycle, but, you know, so you want to have a car and then you want to have a house and then you want to have a plane and probably yards and, you know, whatnot. But there are always dreams and and that's what keeps you moving you know so so there are things that ambitions in your life that um i don't want my younger the younger demon to change anything because he's got more than what he asked for so every time we look for something you somewhere or the other you've got more than that so there's nothing i mean yeah. keep dreaming keep wishing for it you'll get this i love that perspective is, super that's, healthy that, that's my that's my experience. You know, it's a, it's a bit of faith as well. You know, it's a, it's a leap of faith. Yeah. I think good things are going to come to you. You keep thinking about that and it will happen to you. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Jeevan, how can, how can the listener connect with your platform? How can they become a customer? How can they connect with you? Maybe they want to pick your brain on, on, on entrepreneurship. How can they find you? LinkedIn is one good source. You know, people can connect with me on LinkedIn and uh, chat with me there. I don't use other social media much. I mean, it's just because I'm the business. Like, yes, I do get involved, but I'm not very active on social media. I like the good jokes and everything that, you know, the memes and everything that cuts through. But other than that, I'm not uh, much to social media. But LinkedIn, you will definitely find me and you will have me talking there. There's my email, but that's a little more restricted. But then if you leave a note on our website and jaboy.com or the jaboy.in website, people will definitely get to me and I can get in touch. Sure. Yeah. yeah, we'll put all that in the show notes as well. That way they can easily find you at LinkedIn and your website or your email. We'll put all that there. So we just thank you for being here, brother. You've been just incredible. Not only just inspiration, I think, to the listener, but to me, just even some of the things that you were able to share just about as you've been building your business and, and just humility and the perspective and the mindset, like you've got, you've got an incredible story and I just thank you for sharing it. We wish you nothing but blessing on you and your business, your family. Thank you for being here. It's it's been a pleasure, you know, I mean, like I said at the beginning, what you are doing makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of difference to people who are new in the business and I wish you all success. I hope you keep doing this as long as you can. And, you know, guide new business i mean create a lot of good entrepreneurs successful entrepreneurs. and i wish you all success okay and god bless yeah thank you very much thank you for listening to gathering the kings today i hope that you were able to pull out a few nuggets to go apply into your business right away more importantly though i hope that you're realizing that it takes more to be successful than just being by yourself doing it all on your own carrying the weight all by yourself What I have realized, not only in my own journey from multiple businesses and multiple different industries and now interviewing literally over two or 300 other very successful seven, eight and nine figure business owners is that it's tough to do it alone. And so Gathering the Kings literally exists to bring together successful entrepreneurs. In fact, we are putting together 1000 kings specifically who are grateful, but not done. We're intentionally assembling kings who fight tooth and nail for their business, family, and communities. And here's what we believe, that in the pursuit of excellence in those areas, that it ignites within us the responsibility to govern power and forge a lasting legacy. So if that relates and and resonates with you, 
and you know that you need people around you, sharp, qualified, other very successful business owners, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com. I want you to take a look at what we're doing and see if it makes sense for you to be part of our pursuit to 1,000 Kings. Talk soon.